From the studios of 2SER in Sydney, Australia to the world, this is a Gay Waves podcast, proudly produced on Gadigal West. Lights, camera, drag performers, they're all back in action. Returning to take over the Spiegel tent in Wollongong with her cast of campy characters is the wonderful Ms. Roxy Horror presenting the Roxy Horror Movie Maniacs. Watch as your beloved characters from film and television get the full drag makeover, taking you down the cinema experience like you've never had before. You don't know where your Jaffas will end up. So ladies, gents and other beings... Welcome to Gay Waves, Ms. Roxy Horror. Hello. 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 <laughs> Welcome. So it's really nice to meet you after all of this time. So Lovely to meet you as well. Thank you so much for having me on here. That's my pleasure indeed, darling. Now, for all of our lovely Sydney people, because you are a Wollongong lass, who is Roxy Horror? What are her roots? Roxy Horror. Uh, I started as a Tupperware lady back in 2016. Um, <laughs> I did have a different name then, but it's still me. And then um, I kind of just started growing and growing with drag and became in love with the art form. And um, now plain old Roxy Horror is just working Wollongong all the time. You'll see me doing bingos, doing trivias, doing the club nights down here. I'm just getting all the way around the Illawarra. Doing the library readings as well, I see, as a good girl yes, should. Yes, of course. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, the library readings were a huge kind of, um, you know, start to my drag uh, back in 2017, 2018. Um, mm -hmm. I did quite a few of them then. Um, they slowly uh, fell off a little bit with COVID, uh, but I, ha I do have another one coming up soon as well. well that's lovely. That's what you want to hear because children need education and glamorous people 100%. to read. So... <laughs> So you mentioned Tupperware. Were you in drag when you were doing Tupperware? or? Just... Yes, yes. Oh, fabulous. So I used to uh, go out as a, like, 1950s housewife-inspired drag look um, and go and do Tupperware parties all around um, Western Sydney, Wollongong, Sydney. Uh, I ended up uh, becoming the number one Tupperware saleswoman in <laughs> April of 2016 for Sydney Bathurst in the Illawarra. <laughs> Sounds gorgeous because I collect vintage Tupperware myself. Nothing of the new ones, just that old nineteen seventies orange and brown stuff. Yes, gorgeous. yes. It, that like that Tupperware I grew up with, so it's my favorite type of Tupperware. So good, good choice. Class act that one. Now, <laughs> you have this wonderful new show that I'm supposed to be flogging in the Spiegel tent, and to be honest, I didn't know if Wollongong had a Spiegel tent until just recently. So. Yeah. Tell me what's happening. So Spiegel Tent um, is obviously the travelling tent that um, goes all around Australia and New Zealand, uh, putting on, uh, they have one show that travels with the tent and then when they get to each area, they generally get a lot of shows put on uh, by local talent in the area. Uh, and Wollongong has been doing it for a fair few years now. I started off as one of the hosts, so I would... Um, arrive uh, while people were getting ready to line up and go into their shows and I keep them entertained in line um, and, you know, give them a little bit more information about the shows and the Spiegel tent itself. Um, and then last year they asked me to do a show with them. So I did uh, last year uh, a faux beauty pageant. So that was wonderful. Such an amazing experience to be in the Spiegel tent. Um, and then this year they've asked me back again and this time I'm bringing them a movie-themed show called Movie Maniacs. 
Um, it is on the 17th of June at 1.30pm in obviously the Spiegel Tent Wollongong. Um, and the show itself will be basically um, all famous uh, movie scenes or movie characters um, turned into drag numbers, if that makes sense. Explain how that would work. So you take a movie and you turn it into a drag yeah. number. So, for example, E.T., what would you do? Oh, so if I so E.T. unfortunately is not in the show, but if I took oh. E.T. and turned that into a drag number, mm -hmm. I would probably do um, a song about being an alien and I'd go dressed up as E.T. when they put him in drag, you know, uh, in the scene of the movie. I have, yeah. So that little hat with the flower singing, It's Not Easy Being yes. Green. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, with the with this show in particular, though, we've taken more iconic costumes from movies, um, and then given them a drag twist. So, um, you know, uh, I will be uh entering the show as a dragged up Willy Wonka, and kind of hosting the start of the show, uh, like that. Uh, we have a few numbers. We've got a cast of uh five queens. Uh, mm -hmm. and we've all been assigned different characters. We're all playing uh, four characters each, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. And then we have a wonderful group number to finish up the show with some iconic characters coming out again. Uh, basically, I just took my love of movies. Uh, I've grown up watching every movie under the sun. Before I did drag um, and Tupperware, I used to work at a um, DVD store. So I've always been obsessed with uh, movies. So I figured, why not kind of put my two favourite things together, film and drag? That sounds like an amazing plan. And is it interactive with the audience? Like if I sat there and went, Willy Wonka has no plonker, Willy Wonka has no plonker, would that work? <laughs> that would 100% work. <laughs> I very much, very much encourage audience participation with my shows. Um, obviously, with uh, all the shows that I do, I have a general layout of how it's all going to go, but a lot of it um, is also focused on crowd interaction and kind of uh, response from people. So I definitely love a rowdy crowd. At the right time, of course. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So how do you engage your audience? Do you just you tell them the rules beforehand or just wait for them to figure it out? So I kind of, um, in the opening of most of the shows that I do, um, I think I kind of set the tone with how I am with the audience. I'll get them involved pretty much straight off the bat, asking questions that um, warrant a response from everyone. Um, mm -hmm. And that kind of sets the tone that, you know, these these are callback shows. We do love when people get involved like that. Um, I often have uh, audience participation sections in my shows as well. Um, obviously, growing up, um, as you know, with my drag name, I've loved the Rocky Road Picture Show and um, always watching the audience interaction with the midnight screenings was an inspiration of what I wanted to do with my shows as well. Um, so obviously, it's very different in that respect because they've got a movie, they follow the script and they have things that happen. Mine is mm. much more off the cuff um, and go with the flow type of thing. So what are, apart from Rocky Horror, which is yeah, pretty much a no-brainer here, what are your favourite <laughs> movies that you're playing with? Oh, so as in for this particular show? For this show, yes, why not? Okay, so um, for this particular so obviously my being a Roxy Horror, my favourite style of movie is horror, but I do have Halloween shows under the belt and done quite a few Halloween shows, so I am avoiding the horror elements of movies this time around for this particular show. Mm -hmm. um, so we've taken... Um, uh, I'm trying to kind of let you know what we're doing without giving away too much. So <laughs> we've taken famous characters like Romy and Michelle. Um, they will definitely be making an appearance in the show. Uh, we've taken some action movies and you might see a little bit of Uma Thurman from Kill Bill in there as well. Um, nice. And 
basically uh, what I've done is I've sat down with the cast um, on our first meeting of the show and we basically mapped out what were some of the most iconic costumes we've seen throughout um, film and how can we adapt them into um, this particular format for the show. So um, we've had um, a lot of shows that were movies that we would love to have involved, but um, there was just no real way to work around how to make them work for the show. Um, mm -hmm. So we basically think like a, a, a run-of-the-mill drag show. So when you go and see a drag show, you know you're going to get sequins, you know you're going to get feathers, you know you're going to get big makeup and lots of glitter. And then mm -hmm. imagine that hybrided in with those famous characters. That sounds delightful. I want to go, <laughs> go on with the wind but wearing blinds. <laughs> Literally. You've got the vibe, baby. You've got it. <laughs> oh, I'm so there next year. Absolutely. So, Amazing. So could you share with our wonderful people out here, and this is going to Sydney, but this is also live streamed and on Spotify and Apple Tunes, so it's going to go worldwide. You're going to be a big beautiful star, always. Oh, one day. One day. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Stick with me, kid. So could you share any memorable or unique moments from what – what what's been your favorite moments from shows that you've done? What's really stood out? Ooh, so if I'm a hundred percent honest, this it, it's a personal one for me. Um, mm -hmm. and it was at my Halloween show two years ago. So I've done um a lot of shows with the company in Wollongong called Merigong. Um, I started off with doing smaller shows, and they've just kind of grown and grown and grown. And back um during 2020, um, I was able to do a Halloween show, and I kind of used a similar concept to what I've done with Movie Maniacs for that show. I did all my favorite horror movies, um, got all of the horror characters and made them drag queens, essentially. Um, so we had some Chucky and Tiffany. We had some Pennywise the Clown. Uh, so it was definitely one of my favorite shows to work on. But at the end of that show, I had my um, partner at the time sitting in the audience and mm -hmm. uh, called him up on stage to do one final number, which was Thriller, Michael Jackson. He had no idea. As I put him up on stage, I ripped off my mask, which was um, a half face mask with drag makeup painted on it. Nice. Um, and backstage, I had de-dragged in between the little break. So um, as I ripped off my mask, a song started playing and I asked him to marry me in front of a packed out audience, which was amazing. It was a sold out show. We mm -hmm. had um, over 400 people there and... Um, thank God he said yes, but that was one of my absolute favourite moments of any of the shows that I've done, um, purely because I got to share such a special moment with all of these people who come and support me and what I've been doing. That could have gone very bad, and I'm so happy that it didn't for you. So congratulations on <laughs> I that. Know. I I said to the techies in the tech run, I said... If he says no, we're going to go to blackout. I'm going to scream into the microphone and then I'm going to run off stage and they'll think it's all part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing he didn't. So... Yes, very good. <laughs> now, as a talented young lass, as you are, what would you say to inspire other young upcoming drag persona? And this is both genders, or all, all genders, because there are more than two. So, so all drag kings, queens, and in-betweens, uh, I literally say, beautiful, I literally say, um, go for it. I was, my whole life, I'd always loved theatre. I'd always loved drag. I never, ever thought that I would be able to uh, make it something that was sustainable for myself. Um, but then, you know, with the success of Drag Race and I saw that growing and growing, I thought, why not just take the plunge and go for it? So my advice to 
anyone, any person out there thinking that they uh, want to start drag is have a go. Practice, practice, practice your makeup because you don't want to go out as a busted queen. So <laughs> practice what you do, learn the talent um, and just bring you to your character because ultimately that's what people are going to fall in love with. They are indeed. And I've fallen in love with you already and I've only just met you. That's what it's all about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you. Are you, are you going to do drag race at some point? Or did I miss that? My, oh, my fingers and toes and eyelashes, everything is crossed. I um I will definitely I've applied for the past two seasons and I'll definitely keep on applying. Um obviously if it's written in the stars, I'll become lucky and I'll be able to take that and run with it. Um, you know, so my fingers are crossed and hoping that it does happen. But you know, I know that drag race um isn't the be all and end all. It would just be a fantastic giant stepping stone in doing what I do and absolutely and apart from drag race which everybody aspires to apparently what are your dreams and goals for the future honestly um as cliche as this might sound I'm currently living my dream growing up I've always wanted to be on the stage be producing shows that I put together myself and um presenting them to audiences so um I feel like in the future, I still see myself doing these production shows. I don't see myself stopping this anytime soon. Um, I would love to take those production shows and travel them around Australia and then around the world. Don't take me wrong. Um, so that is definitely what I'll be working towards. Um, but for now, I am so, uh, I guess, humbled, for lack of a better word, to be able to be where I'm at with my drag and with the opportunities I've had, um, that I'm just literally enjoying the ride for as long as it lasts. Are you planning to bring this show to Sydney? Because we have a Spiegel tent too sometimes. Oh, well, if Spiegel tent Sydney want me, of course I'll bring this show to Sydney. 100%. <laughs> the girls would love that. I would love that. Because yeah, Wollongong is lovely, but it's a bit of a commute from Sydney to on the train and it, then getting back. Trust me, I know. Going to Sydney <laughs> from Wollongong for events and for gigs, it's, you know, it's not just a quick drive. It's a whole a whole day and stay for myself. So it, I understand that. Um, our show for Movie Maniacs is on a Saturday on the 17th of June this year, um, and it is at 1.30pm. So it's not a night show. We've got the day one this time. So if you're not doing anything on a Saturday day, come along and enjoy the show. <laughs> that sounds entirely possible. And I see that the tickets are $25 and does contain occasional strong language. So, definitely, so there were definitely <laughs> occasional strong language for this one. Um, but yeah, no, the, the, the tickets are $25, as you said. So um, anyone who's out there and don't have any plans on the 17th of June in the afternoon, come on down to the seaside of Wollongong and watch a good old-fashioned drag show. <laughs> it sounds like the place to be. Absolutely. So, <laughs> uh, could I have run out of questions? You were so fast. You were. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> you did. I got. Where did you come from? What are your roots? Not who are your roots? Can you show your journey? <laughs> yeah, so the Tupperware thing, and we've done all of that. What are your plans? Uh, we've done the plans as well. I just think you're fabulous. You just ran through everything so quickly, and I had 20 <laughs> minutes. I don't know what to do with you now. Tell me what you would like to I say. I just got really excited. <laughs> you did. You know, honestly, I 
I'm happy to have a chat about anything. So, um, look, I'll say to everyone out there listening that um, if you are interested in seeing the shows or future shows, definitely follow me on my social media, um, which is at Roxy Full Stop Horror, spelled R-O-X-E-E Full Stop H-O-R-R-O-R. I share all of my upcoming shows, all of the events I do, um, both locally in Wollongong, whenever I'm doing Sydney events. Um, I'm out in Goulburn every single week, if you're ever out that way, doing a bingo. So, um, yeah, Yeah. follow me. uh, Have a look at what I do. And if anything piques your interest, come along to the shows and support the girls. So I did see you had a Facebook page, but you have an Instagram as well, I believe. I do. I have a Facebook page as well, um, and I do have Instagram. I feel like I'm uh, probably more active on my Instagram, but I still use my Facebook weekly as well. Um, But uh, if I get a message on Instagram, I generally see them before I see the Facebook messages. Excellent. So people can follow your journey, work out where you are, and come down and see you anytime. 100%. (laughs) And always, if they come down and see me, come and say hello. I love having a chat. I love meeting new people, and I love uh, seeing the type of people who come and support the events that I do. That's brilliant. So I just want to know one thing, and I've been told I shouldn't ask this question, but what's your most embarrassing (laughs) moment? Oh, my most embarrassing moment in mm. drag or in live? Well, can in drag. Let's go in drag. <laughs> All right. My most embarrassing moment in drag. Um, okay, I think it would have to be this was New Year's Eve three years ago, just before COVID hit. Um, and I was hired um, at a local Wollongong club to do um, a New Year's Eve show. Uh, mm-hmm. I had two numbers and two outfit changes. And uh, for one of my numbers, I was doing a Kesha song. Um, and I was performing that. I had Silly String. I had a very, very tight outfit on. I was doing my attempts at spinning and twirling along the stage. Um, as I got to the end of the stage, I went to turn around. I missed my footing and I fell flat on my bottom off the stage. I think that would be one of my most embarrassing moments as Roxy Horror. I have done that myself. I tripped over a whip and landed flat on my backside. And I just crawled and pretended it was part of the act. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I I honestly, I got up, put my silly string in the air and just kept on spraying. Everyone (laughs) cheered. Everyone was lovely. But the uh, video footage that I saw from it, I was so embarrassed that that happened to me. I hear you. I know that one well. Uh, (laughs) So just to let people know again, this is at the Spiegel Tent in Wollongong. On Saturday, the 17th of June at 1.30 p.m., uh, I'm told it runs for an hour. Is that right? That is correct. It's a 60-minute show with uh, no intermissions. So you come in, you sit down, and you just enjoy the experience all the way through. <laughs> Are people allowed to take booze into the tent? I've always wanted. Um, so you can take booze into the tent, but I'm pretty sure you have to purchase it from the bar at the venue. So um, the oh, Spiegel yes. Tent has a bar set up out the front. And, um, of course, when you get your drinks out there, you can bring them in. Um, I definitely encourage uh, my uh, the people watching my show to have a good little drink while they enjoy the show. Um, so, yeah, no, you definitely can drink within the Spiegel tent. Excellent. So you can sit, you can have fun, you can meet friends, you can have a couple of drinks, you can watch a great show with a great cast and see how many movies you recognise. That sounds like the plan. That is exactly right. I'm very interested to see... Um, 
you know, our movies that we've chosen, we've chosen very iconic ones, but also some of our favorites, like the personal performers' favorites, so that they can do what they love as well. So I'm very interested to see um, if the uh, audience can note every single movie reference that we make within the show. Oh, so they don't get to see the movie titles. They just get to see the costume and the song and go, oh, yes, I get that. I Yeah, I give them a little bit of information before each performer comes out. Uh, so they get a kind of idea of what they're about to see. But I um, am just interested to see if everyone's seen the same movies that we've all seen. Sounds perfect. And of course, what's, we know your favourite film. So what's your favourite character in Rocky Horror? Who do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I think I feel like that's kind of an obvious one for myself. Um, growing up, it's always been Frankenfurter. It's, you know, I um, am a firm believer of don't dream it, be it. And that's why I started doing drag. And that's why I started um, living by that motto, because, you know, we only have this life once. And as you see in Rocky Horror, Frankenfurter is such a gorgeous human, like, the the confidence that Frankenfurter emulates throughout the whole film is something that I try to bring to Roxy and you know personalize it to myself, of course. But um, yeah, definitely, definitely Frankenfurter. Although I will say, out of drag, <laughs> I think I um I kind of identify with Brad a lot. As now I'm getting older, I used to <laughs> hate Brad when I was a kid, and now I'm like I've turned into Brad. <laughs> You're suddenly realising that you have a favourite pair of underwear and a special spot on the stove. <laughs> the old age thing. Exactly. <laughs> Adulting, it's called. Don't it. go there. <laughs> and what about you? What character do you resonate with? I've been playing the criminologist on and off for about 30 years. So oh, I love that. I love I, that. A little bit of magenta occasionally. I just do not have the legs for Frank. I Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And it's beautiful. I think we should get together and do a show. It sounds like fun. So, oh, uh, I would be down for that. <laughs> Any Rocky Horror fan, I'm a fan of. <laughs> oh, next time we do one, I'll send you an invite. So gorgeous. I would love that. I would love that. Hi, Mark Hatton here, producer of Gay Waves. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate the episode and subscribe to the channel. You can also get in touch with us. Our email address is gaywaves at 2ser.com. Find us on all social media channels. Just search Gay Waves. Thanks for listening.